Welcome back to Low Buzz Entertainment. Today we got some movie news, TV news, and discussion topics. As always, I'm Andrew. And I'm Bubba. And that's it. Everyone else is dying of an infection. Bubba's next. I haven't caught it yet. Um, we'll see. Yeah, this is going to be a pretty sick episode. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick. Um, let's start it off, I yeah, guess. Let's get into the movie, movie news. news. So, number one on the list, Ryan Johnson is set to write and direct at least the first of a new trilogy of spin-off Star Wars movies. So, I haven't read that much on this. Do we know what uh, anything about it other than he's directing it? Um, it's going to explore a an area of the galaxy the Star Wars movies or lore, quote-unquote, has never explored before. So that could mean geological or something that we've never seen in the movies. like, Or in the canon, because like some people are speculating Old Republic... But we've seen Old Republic before, it's just not canon. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I would personally hope for Old Republic. I don't want to see a 10, 11, and 12, because I feel like the Skywalker story should be wrapped up after episode 9. Well, I think they had already said something about um, continuing that story eventually. So from the sounds of it, they're going to have this trilogy, the Obi-Wan movie... And then they'll have all those, and then after that's done, they'll do 10, 11, 12. So give it like a five or so year break. Oh, good. Well, all right. Well, From the yeah, side I mean, or- personally, I'd hope for an Old Republic trilogy, I think, like most people. Yeah. But. Or you could do like uh, the um, Mandalorian Wars, yeah. which is still pretty Old Republic stuff. It's just not what you'd expect. I mean, I'm totally down just to have some cool new sci-fi stuff. Yeah. That has a Star Wars name on it just to get people to actually see it. That has nothing to do with Star Wars. <laughs> like, that would be okay with me, too. I think there's potential that um, it tells, like, maybe a young origin story for Snoke where he's the protagonist. Oh, yeah. Just have, you know, it'd be like having the uh, original trilogy has been going and telling the Darth Vader origins and the Halpatine origins. Mm-hmm. But this would be a, com- a complete, like, standalone. Could be interesting. Um,. That what this tells me the most though is that they're super confident in his in the Last Jedi, mm-hmm. so that means it's going to be super good. Yeah, I mean probably. Uh, <laughs> I, I expect it to be really good. And if you give uh, give somebody the reins to a whole new trilogy before a movie even comes out, and I'm it's, pretty sure my you're expectations yeah. are high. So don't let me down, Ryan Johnson. Uh, so we can move on to the next topic. Uh, Quentin Tarantino, I don't know if you've heard anything about this, but for a while they've been, um, he's been like giving hints about his what what his next movie is going to be about. For a while he was talking about how it's going to be Marilyn Manson or not Marilyn Manson, uh, Charles Manson and the Manson Family Murders. Marilyn Manson, that would be uh, one hell uh, of a Quentin Tarantino. Oh movie. yeah, that's but uh, weird Manson, I've yeah, ever been to. the Manson Family Murders. Which do you know anything about the historically? I mean a little, yeah. Well, I think it's, like, perfect for Tarantino. Um, But now he's come out and made statements. It's not... That's not what it's only about. It's just the year of 1969 in total. Nice. Which I'm not sure how that... You know, how you make a movie about a year, but whatever. The cast, like the... Well, if there was a year to do it, 69 is it. Nice. 
nice. From hey. the uh, the like uh, supposed potential class or uh, cast, we've got Tom Cruise, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, um, Brad Pitt, Jennifer Lawrence, Margot Robbie, uh, Jared Leto, possibly as Charles Manson. That seems like a good yeah good cast great guy, cast. Yeah. But um, and of course it's he had his Hateful Eight, which was his eighth movie, and now 1969. Yeah. So I'm mm-hmm. sure the 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 nine on the poster is going to be a different color than I'm I'm calling it now. The oh, nine is yeah. going to be like a red, and the, all the others are going to be blue or something. That's almost like a gimme. Uh, <laughs> I like. But yeah, I agree. Uh, sounds cool. I think a Manson story would be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Especially a Tarantino. Or hey, Quentin Manson. Tarantino, if you want to go Andrew's route and make a Marilyn Manson movie. <laughs> could be pretty weird. Uh, yeah. could go That'll in a be weird his direction. tenth movie, and he'll, he'll be done after that. He'll fade into the wilderness, never to be seen again. <laughs> so the next topic on our movie news list, uh, Sony, our, our favorites, are uh, working on a Morbius, the Eternal Vampire, spinoff movie for Spider-Man. This is hot off the heels of their announcement of Venom and Black Cat and Silver Sable, everyone's favorite duo. Um, now we've got Morbius. I wish I could express in words how dumb I think this is. <laughs> There's so many good directions to go when you own the entire Spider-Man universe. Except for Spider-Man. It was. <laughs> and you, you choose Morbius. Whatever, man. You know, if, I, if Sony was do smart... Do they have the Blade Runner rights, too? Or is that different? Um, is that Blade the Runner's only way? got a bunch of... Um, you mean Blade? Yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, yeah, Blade I can't talk. <laughs> Blade? Uh, no, I think I think Marvel has Blade. What the fuck, so, I don't know. I, like, that could be the only cool direction you can go. Morbius versus Blade. Morbius versus Blade, and eventually, like in the old Spider-Man show from the 90s, they team up. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. But kind of like yeah, I mean, it's it cool be, that you can get with a Morbius. Movie. If Sony wow. was smart, they still have My, uh, Miles Morales, I believe. Yeah, they do. And I think they're going to do a Miles Morales animated movie. But why not have that be your Spider-Man and give Marvel Peter Parker? Like, <laughs> I don't know. This is Sony so... feels like they don't know what they're doing in the slightest. Yeah. Speaking of uh, corporate uh, production labels being assholes, our next topic: uh, George Miller, the director of Mad Max. Original series and uh, Fury Road, as well as Happy Feet and Babe, uh, is suing Warner Brothers for leaving out a large chunk of, I believe, from what I understand, it's a large chunk of what him and his crew was supposed to be paid that they never gave to him. And he's been trying, like, he, he wants to do more Mad Max movies, and uh, apparently he, they've been eyeballing him for a DC movie for a long time. Well, I mean, with how good Fury Road was, that would bring me some hope to the DCEU. Um, so, of course, naturally, Warner Brothers is trying to fuck fucking him over. Yeah. I like it, The worst part isn't that this is happening, it's that I'm not even a little bit surprised that yeah. it's happening. Well, Warner Brothers, ever since Harry Potter was done, they've kind of been struggling with what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got DC, and they clearly don't know what they're doing with that. Although, Justice League, from what I've heard, the earlier views say it was pretty okay. Which I'm, I'm excited to see it, just because I heard it's not terrible. See, I have the opportunity to see it tonight at 12.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to. <laughs> oh, you're sick. Yeah, I'm sick, and staying up that late for a movie that I expect to be mediocre. <laughs> mediocre. <laughs> Bringing it back to Mad Max. I mean, 
I don't know. I it it shocks me a little bit that a company as big as Warner Brothers would be not paying people with the yeah. on contract to be paid. It's just you're shooting yourself in the foot when you have one of the most talented directors that wants to work with you and you're not giving him his share. It's also funny anytime like the Hollywood Hollywood is exposed for being completely hypocritical and stupid. I laugh. I, I get a kick out of that every time. For oh some yeah, reason. But, for sure. I mean, we'll see. I, I don't think it's as big of a deal as it seems. I'm sure this happens behind closed doors all the time. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he's just not... Like, I'm sure, you know, someone was vocal about it one time in one small Australian interview. Yeah. And it blew up, but... You know, maybe Marvel can take him. They can just have another... Well, get... Hey, man, imagine him directing, like, a a Marvel movie. Get him, like, um... There are certain characters in that universe you can make in a similar light to, uh, like, how Mad Max is made. Absolutely. You could have a... Freaking blast with that. But uh, more Warner Brothers drama. This isn't really Warner Brothers, but it's DC. For the longest time, there's been rumors of Ben Affleck wanting to leave and stop playing Batman after only two and one cameo movies. Uh-huh. Um, and in an interview he gave, he said he is trying to find a way to get out of it, but like so that the story makes sense. Like so, either killing him off and replacing him with it, or or giving just recasting him completely. So. Ben Affleck's done probably because you know he's a young, uh, he's got other things going on. He's a, a young artist. He's not just an actor; he's a filmmaker, and he you know he makes movies and has interviews, and all anyone wants to talk about is Batman. I, I can understand know. why you'd be upset by that. I understand why he'd be upset, but it really makes me angry. Everybody when he got cast freaked out. I think a lot of people freaked out just because they're like, "Oh, Ben Affleck doesn't seem like Batman." I freaked out because I'm like, ah, Ben Affleck he, seems like Batman. He might just kind of try and jump ship. Yeah. And this is happening now. And I was never once upset when they when they announced him as Batman. I I thought it was a good idea. People people like jump to Daredevil. Yeah. Which no. is from 2002 or whatever. Different era. Completely. Yeah. And like yeah no I was on the optimistic side in terms of his performance, but like. I mean who do you who do you replace after Christian Bale? In the best, I mean, in the best uh, interpretation of that universe to screen so far. Yeah. But I, I mean, I, I was very like the one thing about Batman versus Superman I liked was his role, and seeing him in that small cameo in Suicide Squad was one of my favorite parts of the movie, just because it felt like a lived-in universe. And then I, you know, you know how Suicide shit the bed yeah. after the first twelve seconds of screen time, but yeah, I know it, it's a shame because. I think he has potential to be one of the best Batman, if not the best Batman. Yeah, and so it's hard to it's hard to put the blame on him because you're right. He has a lot of things going on, and plus his he, personal life. I yeah, mean, he's, he's he's not just Batman. I know, but man, when you see a character cast as big as that and the role that they gave him, you almost want somebody who can just be Batman. Right. You know. They, it's, it's like when they cast Chris Evans as Captain America and um, uh, Robert Nunn Jr. as Iron Man. They didn't have anything else at the time. No. And now that's who they like. That's their. That's who they'll be remembered as. Uh-huh. But is Ben Affleck gonna be remembered as Batman in ten years? Probably not. He's gonna be probably remembered as a director. So. It's it's not. There are certain places you can take uh, DC Universe, uh, and I don't. But I don't think that 
this early, you can have a DC universe without Batman, though. And oh, abs- no. It's like they're still worried yeah. about getting rid of Iron Man and Marvel. And, and Well, the whole thing with Batman is like, I, I already didn't like it when he was so old in Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. I, I mean, he's the flagship character. He's the he's the selling point. Wonder Woman's not the selling point. Superman. Superman's not definitely selling. not the selling point. Who, people aren't going to see Aquaman. Nobody's if they want to see the Flash, they'll watch the show. Yeah. I, Batman. I mean, that's he's, he's the one selling DC. tickets. He is DC. He really is. I mean, yeah. they have a few things that some people like. If you're a big DC fan, you like. But come on, DC has Plastic Man, and and I've I've always argued. DC's, DC's, um, they're, they're like, the empire of DC does not work in modern day. Unless you take, like, the Christopher Nolan realistic route with Batman, but that's the only character it works with. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, Marvel's science fiction. It's not superheroes. It's a science fiction universe that where the characters happen to be superheroes. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's aged so well. I mean, it's not 1932 anymore. Mm-hmm. People, I mean, superheroes don't. Superman doesn't make much sense anymore. No, not really. I mean, and I mean the whole thing about it's always been an issue of mine with DC is it seems like everybody is overpowered in a sense where it's like, what is their weakness? And then you have to create uh, villains that are also overpowered to create an overcoming uh, weakness for the superhero, right? right. And to do that, what's what do you have to do in every movie, which people don't like to see anymore? You have to have Zod and Superman level an entire city. Yeah. Giant uh, wait, CGI and, smoke monsters. And that. that's the part about Spider-Man that I love, is you can have him overcome a lot of things with minimal damage where, like, even in today's world, like, it wouldn't be noticed that much. Sure. I mean, that's, that's the thing about... Um, that's why... Batman and the Joker are the faces of DC. I mean, the Joker who doesn't have superpowers. Yeah, exactly. I don't think we're recording anymore. You don't think we are? Maybe we are. I can't tell. Uh, yeah, Joker and Batman. It's uh... <laughs> <So> we're good. <laughs> uh, that, that, that's the reason you have... Um, like those are the selling points, and it's they're not overpowered. Batman has no superpowers. The Joker has no superpowers. It's it's the characters. Yeah, exactly. I mean, really, any Batman villain, Mister Freeze, is not overpowered. Man Bat's not overpowered. Clayface. The only thing you could think of is like Bane, and even he has his weaknesses. Right, like Superman could snap Bane's face with. The- and that's always been the weirdest part about like Justice League stuff is, that, like, you see mock videos on YouTube where like. Uh, Superman's like, I want to work as a team. And Batman's like, why? You could go and defeat like any of my enemies <laughs> with the snap of your finger. And I and feel it, like that's always been like a, a telling point of why DC will never be as successful maybe on the big screen as Marvel. Right. It just, it like I said, it doesn't age well. Seeing seeing Batman, especially after the, the Dark Knight trilogy and even the, the yeah, original Tim Burton 1989 movie, which was, you know, relatively realistic when you compare it to aliens uh, Batman's not punching green bugs from space no and it just does not like seeing it seeing it Iron Man do it who is a sci-fi character makes sense but you know 
if Batman leaves, if they cut him out after Ben Affleck leaves, they've already got bugs from outer space that they're punching. So it's not like he's you're losing an integral part of the realistic story they've built here. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Moving on. Uh, my quick movie reviews. So last night I saw Daddy's Home 2 and Bad Mom's Christmas for some reason. Um, Maybe that's why you're so sick. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. Uh, so just I'm not gonna do reviews of these, but on our YouTube channel. Yeah, Daddy's Home too. It's pretty funny actually, an enjoyable watch. It had the same problems as the first one that made me mad, where they're telling like a fairly grounded family story, and I have these scenes where like just they're doing physical comedy and it's completely mm. unrealistic. And I don't know why the inconsistency makes me so mad, but like <laughs> having this grounded story about how stepdads and families interact, and then you find a way to have Will Ferrell get Christmas lights, get caught up in a snowblower, and all of a sudden he's being pulled around by it. It's a total like, shift. Yeah, like that doesn't yeah, it doesn't it, work. And so it's the same thing as the first one where it kind of made me upset. But overall, decent movie. Bad Moms too. I don't know. I feel like that's just made for. Middle-aged women to get drunk and bad go moms. to movie theater actual bad moms and laugh, and the first one did a better job of that. The second mm. one, I laughed less. So. Is is Will Ferrell doomed to now only being able to do physical comedy? I haven't seen him be super funny in a while. Oh, I think so. I thought Will Ferrell like not overrated. Well, yes, overrated. Like he's a great comedian, mm-hmm. but everybody's kind of taking him into this like. God level comedian, and I don't think that yeah, he is that. He, I think he's on the same level as like Jack Black. Oh, yeah. everyone acts like he's Robin Williams. Like, I agree. And I mean, yeah, I mean, like the last time he's done a movie that hasn't just been physical comedy, uh, Anchorman Two. I didn't see it. Is yeah, it? I didn't see that. Either. <laughs> Elf. I mean, it's physical, but it's like it's funny. Yeah, so. Step Brothers. Too, yeah, it's like it's semi-physical but it's mainly just his interaction with other I find him and Talladega Nights I thought was okay I I haven't seen it I'm not a big fan of comedy movies but I I honestly thought he was super funny in the office because he was super subdued he like subverted your expectations and it made it funnier because you know he's supposed to be funny but he's still delivering a funny uh, performance it's it's a very uh, you you remember him in the office right yeah yeah I I enjoyed him then he, he he died (laughs) <laughs> he, tra- he did a dunk and he did, he did it right, but then the the hoop fell on him, broke yeah. his head, killed his brain. Poor, poor guy, D'Angelo Vickers. Poor guy. So we'll move on to rest that. in pieces. We'll move on to TV news. Uh, we'll start with my Walking Dead weekly review. Um, I didn't see it, so next topic. You know it sucks because I was gonna, <laughs> I was excited to ask you, can we officially change the name to uh, the depressing Walking Dead segment or? Or not. But I, ha- I have not gotten around to see it. It's on my DVR. Alex watched it and told me it's one of the best of the series. So, we'll see. Yeah, I, I'll wait till you see it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be. Like, I don't. I can understand. I'm sure it is a good episode. But I think best of the series could be because there hasn't been a great episode in so long. It feels like this is the best episode ever. But Well, that it, would be better yeah. than it sucking. So. I'll, 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 I'll watch it before next week and I'll talk about both this week's and next week's episode in our next podcast. So we'll move on to um, more Disney, Marvel, Star Wars news. Uh, Disney, uh, as you all know, um, 
they're making their own streaming service aimed for 2019 I believe um, they're taking all their stuff off of Netflix I believe they've officially announced that they're not going to make any more Marvel Netflix movies either or uh, series like Daredevil's the last one or uh, Punisher's the last one. Oh, that's a bummer I'm Are sure they they'll continue the universe. Over, yeah. to, okay, that, that um, doesn't bother me then. Because I think they have said like we're doing Iron Fist and Luke Cage too, but Punisher's the last one on Netflix. Gotcha. So, but they've also um, announced a few things. They haven't really announced it. It's been um, Hollywood Reporter. One of the Hollywood Reporters reported this because that's his job to report. Obviously, the Hollywood Reporter. Yep. Um, <laughs> just like they reported on the um, Obi Wan Kenobi movie, they've said uh, they're making a live action. Star Wars series, a live-action Marvel series, which I'm assuming is probably going to be a continuation of the Netflix universe, a live-action High School Musical TV series, and a live-action, this is the weird one, Monsters, Inc. series. Huh. I mean... You so, want to start with Star Wars. And we'll yeah, obviously, Star Wars, we are Nostradamus. Yeah. yeah. We predicted this. We're smart people. I think we're smart because we know what's going... Like, it makes sense. Yeah. I don't think... We're definitely not the only ones calling this. It was kind of obvious that if you want people to buy your streaming service, you have to have the name Disney and the name Star Wars in your uh, advertisement. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be awesome, I'm assuming. I'm intrigued to see what what era, you know, they're going for with this, what story they're going to tell. Before Disney bought Lucasfilm... They had like three, or they had like treatments for a hundred episodes of a show called Star Wars um, Underworld, which took place strictly on Coruscant. You know Coruscant. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like in the lower levels of it, and it's like the slums, and it's more like a uh, a crime drama. And people are wondering if they're gonna like move that over and like refurbish it to fit in with the new canon and make that the series. That would be cool. Um. That would be, that would almost feel like a Daredevil or a Batman, yeah. except it's in a Star Wars universe. In like a season finale, it could literally be one of the characters getting their hands on a lightsaber. On Mace Windu's lightsaber. Mace Windu could be in the damn show. Yeah, I mean, I mean uh, for, I mean, Samuel Jackson is a big, big uh, money, ho- I mean, he's not a hog, but like, you gotta pay him a lot of money, so I'm sure uh-huh. he wouldn't be a main character, but he could have some cameos. Yeah. Like, like, uh, out of in the same vein as uh, Nick Fury in the MCU movies, he could do like a once per season. It would be because really he wants cool. to come back. I mean, I think it'd be stupid if they brought Mace Windu back from the dead, but definitely Mace Windu's lightsaber that would be awesome. Yeah, I know. Someone you with you a purple lightsaber. It's like so the Wire TV like, show. Like literally, <laughs> imagine this: you're in the season one finale. Two main characters are like fighting for their lives, and out of the air, <laughs> oh, a God, purple. My head. Purple lightsaber and this this black man's hand. Black guy's hand, yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious, yeah, actually. I think if it's not that, and Brian Johnson's not doing an Old Republic series, this is going to be an Old Republic TV series. Oh, for sure, which would be awesome. I I haven't played them, but I was talking with some of my friends about the game, the old Knights of the Old Republic games, mm-hmm. and uh, that would be a really cool. I've, I've played a little bit of it. It hasn't aged well. If you don't have nostalgia for it, it hasn't aged well. Really? I yeah. heard it's like a cool, a really good story, at least for the game. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's it's got definitely the absurd fan-written aspects of the old canon, where you can tell, like, there was no no one to rein everything in, to fit it in, but mm-hmm. I, I think there's a lot to, um, 
just, I mean, I can imagine like a Game of Thrones style TV show with like the drama and the political intrigue, but mm-hmm. it's set in the Star Wars universe. I like the idea of keeping it on one planet. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. that intrigues me because we've never seen a Star Wars uh, adventure like that, mm-hmm. obviously, for good reason, because a movie in the Star Wars universe deserves to travel. I mean, right, universe. like it can be an event when they have to go somewhere else. But uh, in a TV show, that would be interesting to see a TV show placed on Tatooine or, like you said, Coruscant. Yeah. There's plenty of really interesting planets. So let's talk about Marvel now. Um, Assuming that it's not just Iron Fist and Luke Cage coming over. My dog is scratching herself upstairs. If you hear that noise, it's a constant happening in this house, and I I hate it. But um, So anyway, back to Marvel. If we're assuming there's more than just Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and Daredevil, and they're going to do new things, I would like to see... um, Possibly, um, like Moon Knight, Ghost Rider, uh, Blade, some some yeah. things like that that could fit in yeah. that aren't going to be box office draws for movies, but could you know sell subscription services. I'll have said it once. I'll say it again. Spider Man live action show where you can explore different villains with smaller stories because he has so many good villains that you could dive into, and you know what? Maybe they use. Maybe Sony literally shits to bed like I expect them to, mm-hmm. and you have Peter Parker on the big screen, and then you have a TV show set in 2034, and it's Miles Morales, and he's fighting different yeah. villains. Or they could have it be the Venom series, because I'm assuming the Tom Hardy movie's not going to happen. I'm just, I'm in my soul, You're I don't think it's going to happen. They could have a, a no one, a non-Tom Hardy play Venom and have a Venom live action series, like a rated R series, but... Um, uh, Apparently, we talked about it a few weeks ago, if not last week. Marvel was, uh, or uh, Disney was bidding, like, they were interested in buying the entertainment section of Fox. Yeah. Um, I think maybe they were, there's a chance they were looking to make a Fantastic Four series. That would be another really good one. Uh, Fantastic Four, because like you've said for a while, uh, play set. play set in the 1960s. Yeah. It's set apart from everything else, so you don't have to worry about... Mix or it doesn't have to be because the thing the thing about Fantastic Four that doesn't make a good movie. It it's adventure sci-fi. They go to different dimensions every episode. Yeah, like every issue is a new dimension. So every episode should be a new. They're going through the negative zone, uh-huh. finding new things. That just makes for better TV. And that way you don't have to worry about them not running into Iron Man because almost, they're not home. Could almost be like a Star Trek Enterprise type sure. show. Yeah, with, with Fantastic Four instead. Yeah, I feel like grounding those characters really limits them. And uh, trying to ground that story into just uh, Doctor Doom's being mean to the Fantastic Four. Like, you have Doctor Doom in it, absolutely, but he has so much more to offer than just, I don't like the Fantastic Four, yeah, well, so I'm going to fight him. All the movies that have Fantastic Four treat them like they're superheroes. And that's like treating Ghostbusters like they're superheroes. Like, Ghostbusters are scientists. Fantastic Four are scientists. Uh-huh. They go on adventures. They. They just happen to save, you know, reality from being crushed by intergalactic space demons. So, um, we'll see what happens with that. Next, uh, we're going to spend very little time on the high school musical. I'm sure a lot of the girls I went to high school with are going to be happy about this. If my, my, yeah. Definitely my younger, my younger sister is going to be. I mean, I, it'll probably be better as a TV show than it was a movie. Uh, well, high school lasts a year. It's not exactly. a two-hour or exactly. hour and a half long movie. Uh, it's probably it'll gonna, probably be some type of like One Tree Hill. Yeah, something. Hunter's gonna love it. <laughs> You're right, Hunter probably will. It's probably gonna be like Glee, where 
we're gonna buy the Disney service. We're the gonna first thing we Star watch Wars is Star Wars and the Hunter's first thing Hunter's like, Did you guys see the high school musical <laughs> one yet? I watched the whole series last night. <laughs> um, so we'll move on to the weird one to me is Monsters Inc. I lo- I think Monsters Inc. is the best Pixar movie. It's my favorite one for sure. I think so too. It's up there. I mean, Toy Story is up there, but Monsters Inc. I just I love the most. Yeah. And um, they had that prequel a few years ago. I never watched. Um, but a live action. Now this could be terrible. Like this could be like um, Disney's um, Sesame Street, or this could be like we're gonna have a really good makeup designer, costume monster artist come and make this, and it's gonna be like the tone of the movie, both really good special effects. Yeah, and I, you know, I'm excited to see what they have in the works. Yeah, uh, cause I like you said. Monsters Inc. is the best Pixar movie, and uh, I I am really excited to see what they give us because I think it would be a really interesting show, kind of seeing all the shenanigans that could happen with uh, the 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 company that Monsters Incorporated mm-hmm. is. You know, uh, could almost be like The Office. Oh, I was just but, thinking. Yeah, I was literally yeah, just gonna say it's that. The Office, but with monsters, and you're scaring. Kids just get the cast of The Office to come back, put them in costumes, yeah. and just act like nothing has changed. I'm happy. Oh, yeah, for sure. So uh, we Who's can Sully? move on. Who's Sully? Well, just get... Oh, oh man, who is Sully? <laughs> I know. Probably, like... Could you imagine uh, Steve like... Carell and the big spider? <laughs> He's just wearing a costume. No, it's Jan. She's oh, the spider lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Uh, Oh man, who would be? It's gotta be like the most normal person is Sully. So Sully's well, just okay, like, the only like normal person in the office is Jim. Jim. So there That's you true. go. Yeah, then you get. Uh, oh no, but then if you make Jim Mike Wazowski, then the Medusa receptionist. Is, oh my gosh, it yeah. all makes sense. So we'll move on. Um, we're gonna just brush over this because we talked about it last week, and now it's just confirmed. Is Amazon is making a Lord of the Rings? Show. Did they at least say it? Yes. Okay. They've said it's preceding Fellowship of the Ring. I don't know if that means it's preceding the Hobbit trilogy. So if it's going to be before the Hobbit Ooh, or so in between the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. We're getting the Rogue One for. Uh, <laughs> like, Lord in between Rings. Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, nothing happens in the history of Middle Earth. If you've read the other, like, beyond the books, or the main in Lord of the Rings and Hobbit. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Um, now we're going to do our discussion topics. There's only two of us, so this should go by relatively quick. It's going to be another short episode this week, I think. So, Bubba, do you want to start with your topic? we got three topics. we got one from me, one from Bubba, and one from both of us. It was me. <laughs> so we'll start with yours. Uh, okay, so my topic was let's uh, rank the top five Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, we could honestly do this again because I feel like Alex would get really opinionated yes. here. Oh, yeah. So and Hunter would try to make a bad joke. Yeah. So, so I'm maybe sorry. we'll revisit this. Yeah. But this is just maybe we shouldn't rank them. Let's just pick our top five favorites in no order for now. No order. No yeah. order. And we can rank them at a later time. Okay. So uh, I'll just list one. Uh, my favorite, Black Panther. It hasn't come out yet, but it's gonna be great. Just kidding. Obviously. It looks still. No, it does. Though. It looks amazing. I'm, but I'm more excited was, for that than Infinity War. That was uh, that was your hunter joke. That was my hunter joke. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I was literally going to say that joke was sponsored by Hunter Hewitt. <laughs> Man, we're really ripping him. I hope he doesn't listen to this. Do you want to give him his, give everyone his address too? I don't have it, oh, but uh, but you would. 
Yeah, I would. So. So, uh, no, for real though. Yeah. Gotta give it to. I'm gonna throw Captain America the Winter Soldier. Yes. That's definitely on my top five. Definitely my top five. And, uh, you know what? Civil War, too. That's uh, definitely my top five, uh, too. Like, obviously. Um, both Guardians movies? I am not going to say that, but I'll, I'll, tell, I'll let you do yours and I'll say mine. So I think they're going to be very similar. Captain America, Winter Soldier, and Civil War. I've got both Guardians So movies. you've got room for one more. Got room for one more. That's the tough one. It's going to be the fifth one that's going to be hard yep. for me. Yeah. Uh, um, I will say this. I, this, this year might has been be, the best for Marvel. This might be recency bias. I'm going Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. I, I'm going to, too. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Civil War, Winter Soldier, Civil uh, Homecoming, Spider-Man Homecoming, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I think is the best. Just personal bias. I think it's the best one they've made. And um, let's see. It's probably got to go to Avengers, the first one. I don't I think Avengers has aged yeah. very well, but I think... I almost felt bad for not including an Avengers movie, but then I sat back and thought, and I'm like, well, Civil War is Avengers 2.5. That's true. So, you know what? Strictly because you convinced me, I'm going to change from Avengers to Iron Man. Yeah, so, and I think it's hard because those are two revolutionary movies. Because prior to Iron Man, the only superheroes we've seen succeed on the big screen are Batman, Superman, and Spider-Man. Those were it. X-Men... Ah, relatively. But, they, but that was different because it was like the punk leather yeah, and yeah. blade. Same thing no, with no. blade. But. And so the, those were the only three, like, getting your tights. Not, yeah, not your, literally, yeah. but, like, well, those were three superheroes. Right. This was almost the first one to normalize. Um, like, hey, superheroes can be cool, too, that aren't yeah. just Like I ones. said, it's the sci-fi. Yeah, in, exactly. In that makes it sense. Is. I mean, really, Spider-Man is the biggest superhero of all of them, so... And, and he was the one that came first in movie form, so it makes sense. He came out when superhero movies were superhero movies and not superhero movies, yeah. like everyone loves today. Yeah, now, uh... And I don't know, in Avengers, it's obviously revolutionary, because we had never seen anything like that. Yeah, like, now the remake's coming it? out this year. And actually, tomorrow, the remake comes out. Tonight at midnight. <laughs> the the uh, Justice, Justice League remake. remake. Just directed by Joss Whedon, too. Yeah, uh, although they're can't they're, wait to hear all the quippy us it's all jokes. Zack Snyder, it's it's not. Can't wait to hear all the quippy jokes in this one, which will come across really funny the first time, and then when I watch it for the third or fourth time, I'll be like, like "Wow, this isn't funny. that funny." <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason I left the Avengers out of mine is upon rewatching. Like it's, it's, when I watched it for the first time in theaters, I just remember that that look on my face where I was like, oh my god, right. this is insane. And it just the, When you first well. see the helicarrier take mm-hmm. off. And those well, are still the thing. iconic That's moments. the thing, that the action of Avengers is, still holds up, but it's the dialogue and the uh, the character like interactions, they just don't hold up. They, they have that, you can tell it was someone different then that's working on it now. And maybe that's not Joss Whedon's fault, but I'm just, I'm just not a fan of Joss Whedon's style. He, you know, and, and, he focuses too much on making a joke out of something that doesn't need to be a joke. But I'm okay with it because I feel like Avengers was what it needed to be, you know. Oh, yeah, to at the get time, to for get sure. to get everything rolling. It definitely and, it, it, turned, I mean, me, Civil, it turned me on to this universe. I wasn't a fan before. Civil War and Winter Soldier, the two uh, Russo. Yes, Ru- Winter Soldier is my second favorite after yeah, Guardians exactly. Two. Before no, Guardians those, Two, those two are probably the best. I I love. Adding an espionage feel to a superhero. It's like film. a political thriller exactly. with superheroes. And it's 
and who knows, maybe in five years we'll look upon those differently, but I doubt it. Like, I, the thing is, like, you can watch, a, I can watch Winter Soldier, like, twice in a week. I don't think I could watch Avengers twice in a week. No. <laughs> no. So, yeah, that's a good top five. We'll have to get get Alex and Hunter in here. Maybe we can do a definitive order. ranking of every movie. Oh, I would, we could have that as our only topic. Yeah. Because, uh. Yeah. That's a uh, long one. Um, so we'll move on to my topic. Um, this would be much faster than the last one. Um, what's a movie that you hate that everyone seems to like? Like, what's a movie that you share the opinion that you feel like no one else hates this movie and everyone, like, you, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. No, okay. I know what you're saying. Um, I get slaughtered for this every time I bring it up. Okay. I don't hate this movie. I want to make that clear right now. I know what you're going to say. I, can, I know it. You know it. I completely, I, I totally understand. Um, And I know that you're going to hate me as soon as I say this. I do not hate this movie, but it is completely overrated. The Goonies, obviously. Like, The Goonies is, everybody loves it. I, <laughs> I actually went to, like, a Christmas party <laughs> at, of my girlfriend's family. Was this recently or like last year? It was recently. Oh, so this year? Yeah. Okay. And I got slaughtered for this opinion because Megan brought up that I hate the that I am not as big of a fan of the Goonies as everybody, and they're all like, "Oh." And I even gave them the thorough explanation, which I'm about to give you, dear listener. Dear, that movie. If you watched it when you were a kid, which I probably is great. It's awesome. It's that. It has that vibe where it's an awesome story and all the interactions are great. And you probably watched it multiple times. Mm-hmm. So you know the characters so well. So now when you watch it again, all of the lines seem fluid and everything's good and happy. I watched it for the first time when I was 17 or 18. And I heard all of the lines and this the, other story. The iconic imagery and everything. Not knowing anything about it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that great to me. I no, it's totally not. It's a movie that has not aged. I remember watching The Goonies for the first time. I was younger than five years old. I loved that, and I still love it. But I can totally see why someone wouldn't like it. And I, I understand. And I, I remember watching it at one point. I was like, wow, this movie, if you watch it from a new perspective, is not good. Yeah. But I still love it just because I did grow up with it. And, I mean, I also got killed. I, and I'm, on, I'm in your boat with this one. But, like, I could understand why one... But why an average moviegoer wouldn't love the original Star Wars trilogy. Sure. I, I think at least the first one, maybe Return of the Jedi, but Empire... I, I no, Empire is a great movie regardless. Mm-hmm. You can't dislike Empire. But, like, the first one kind of seems a little corny at first when you rewatch it. Yeah, well... Because, like, if you've ever rewatched a movie that you absolutely love with somebody who you mm-hmm. want to impress with it. You see and it from a new eyes. And then you see it from a new yeah. eyes, and you're like, oh, wow, that's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Or that, that's different. Like, A New but... Hope, and I say this to Alex all the time, A New Hope is not a Star Wars movie. It's the movie that Star Wars, like, like it's the evolutionary beginning for Star Wars. And at, at that point, Star Wars, like, the first Star Wars is just a ripoff of, like, Flash Gordon and those uh, old-fashioned serials. But you know, you see where it turned into, and now you can go back and like, okay. But like, like I like Goonies. I grew up, or uh, Star Wars. I grew up with just like Goonies. No, I could watch I any of the Star Hulk Wars first. movies yeah. and just be like, oh my god. Well, not any of them, but <laughs> <laughs> any of the original trilogy or anything made post two thousand four. Yeah. Um, I can watch as many times as I want to and just love it. 
So I'm gonna, I'm trying to think which movie. I remember I asked this question because there's a two parts. What movie what movie do you hate and then what movie do you like that everyone hates? I don't know. I, I I'm not the biggest fan of Rogue One, uh, which we'll talk about next week. I think next week will be our strictly uh, Star Wars so, one. Sounds good to me. And we might have a couple of those. Um, we're gonna have a lot of Star Wars content coming up before the Last Jedi, or we're gonna try to at least. Um, but I'm trying to think of a movie like you know everyone loves. I just can't think of one. Um, I don't know. Uh, Rogue One. I'm gonna go with Rogue One. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Rogue One. I just don't rewatch it. I don't hate it out of the theaters. I need to watch it again. I think I will. Um, no, I thought Rogue One was really good. Maybe my opinions will change once I uh, rewatch it, but. I liked the new characters. I liked how everything developed. Uh, and obviously those last ten minutes were mm. orgasm-worthy. So. There's there's really only one thing I hate about Rogue One. And other than, I, I think there's a few things you switch around. It, it's a great movie. I hate Jyn Erso so much. The main character sucks. She's boring. She mopes around. She has inconsistent like inner conflict that doesn't make sense. In one scene, she hates the resist or the rebellion because they killed her dad. And the very next scene, she's rallying the rebellion together to go fight. Which is it? <laughs> I understand that too. Uh, and I, like I said, I gotta rewatch it. But now I'm like getting flashbacks in my head of when I was sitting in that theater mm-hmm. watching Rogue One, and we have like one month until we get to sit in the theater and watch new Star Wars content and I'm freaking out I only, I, at this point I, I've come to realize no matter what after that I'm gonna love the movie walking out of the theater just cause it's a Star Wars movie uh-huh. and then I, I almost don't want to give my opinion on the movie until I've been like, I'm able to see it again and process it yeah but I know it's just that experience. I guarantee you, I'm gonna walk movie. unless they do something really weird, stupid. Yeah. I'm gonna walk out of the Last Jedi thinking like, "Oh my god, that was <laughs> the best movie ever made." Which honestly, it could be. It, it could, could be, be one of the best movies ever made. You never know. I mean, there are movies that came out this year that I think are some of the best of the entire decade. So yeah, uh, you know, it all depends. We'll see. It could so, be the best Star Wars movie ever. Who would have thought Mad Max Fury Road was gonna be the best Mad Max movie? Yeah, the loved I, trilogy that nobody can... nobody expected that. Um, so I know a movie we like that yes, that most hates. everybody else hates. Um, I gonna stick with Star Wars here. <laughs> no, I'm not. I, okay. I was gonna try and trick myself into thinking Attack of the Clones was good. No, Attack of the Clones is not. I I am a big fan of the Phantom Menace. Attack of the Clones sucks. Um, Are you sitting backwards. In your yeah, chair? I gotta adjust. But... <laughs> okay. Body. Uh, let's see. I don't know. This one's hard for me. Yeah, I see. The last one's hard for me. If you want me, I can take it. Yeah, I got you a can. You can take it. Um, one that's recent is Man of Steel. I don't think everybody hated that. I'm willing to always acknowledge okay. that. Well, it was pretty good. Yeah, I, I think more people, like, when it came out, people hated it. And now everyone, now you got so many DC, like, defenders that, um, like, Suicide Squad doesn't deserve defending. Neither is Batman versus Superman. Wonder Woman and Man of Steel are good. I haven't seen Wonder Woman, so. I assume Wonder Woman's good. Everyone says it's great. But uh, what's another movie? I, honestly, um, The Village and Mike Shyamalan. Uh, one of the best movies ever made, and everyone for some reason hates it. I just do not understand. I feel like people just attach M. Night Shyamalan's uh, name to, in 
Thing. Oh wow, that's around. crap. This uh, Signs is one of the best movies, like ever. Seriously, I don't Signs like Signs. And oh, I love both of those movies. I think they're masterpieces. Um, Unbreakable is really good. Split was really good. Split was excellent. The Visit was pretty damn good. Um, what else did he make? Uh, Lady in the Water. I haven't seen. Um, Last Airbender. Last Airbender is n- bad. It is a an abortion to the source material, <laughs> but it is not a terrible film. Bad acting, good special effects, good uh, set design, good costume design. The direction's fine. It's just the the acting is terrible, and you you're shoving an entire seasons worth of story into a two hour movie, if not less than two hours. That's hard. Yeah. And it was Nickelodeon produced. What did you expect? He, he did I After Earth, like which wasn't terrible. He did The Happening, which is, I think, intentionally terrible. But um, The Village, I, I love. Everyone just does not like it. I think if you haven't seen The Village, or you have, go back and watch it, because it's definitely a great movie. I have one. Okay. I had one. <laughs> <laughs> it was something. Shit. <laughs> I... Oh. Um... You know, no, I don't. It was it was a movie. I was talking about M Night Shyamalan. I know you were. What did uh, you talk about before that? I talked about uh, Man of Steel. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't, I can't help you. Super professional. Uh, yeah, I don't remember, mm-hmm. but it was good. Okay, and I believe you. Nobody liked it. Uh, right. <laughs> um, ooh, Scream movies. A lot of people shit on those. Really? Because they think that they're corny. Well, they're I mean, supposed to be yeah. corny. I feel like any old horror movie is going to be, you know, naturally corny in certain ways. So, people just need to stop shitting on movies. Oh, the thing I, is, I people love movies or hate movies. The no Incredible Hulk. The Incredible Hulk with, with Edward uh, Norton. Edward Norton, okay. I liked that, actually, a um, lot. I thought it was a really interesting tale on how he's always running and trying to do stuff. And I know everybody hated The Abomination. I thought the scenes where him and The Abomination were leveling from or New York. Um, Harlem. Harlem. Yeah. I thought it was awesome. I've only seen it once when it came out, so I, I don't remember. It's been almost ten years now. Yeah, so. it's been a decade and I haven't seen it, so... Um, yeah, I remember when I watched it, I was expecting the Ang Lee terrible version. I thought cause I thought it was a sequel back then, which it kind of it kind of was a sequel. That's that's the one thing people never acknowledge is that it was a spiritual sequel to the Ang Lee Hulk movie. But um, yeah. it's, no, it's definitely not terrible. It's not like that Ang Lee movie. And uh, if that's all you have, I think we're gonna wrap it up here. Yep. Uh, uh, sorry that we're sick and <laughs> short on people. Next, Maybe next week, week, yeah, we, we might uh, either next week we'll take one off because it's Thanksgiving. Yeah, we'll we'll or, have to work around that. We might or, not be here next week. But either way, expect uh, our normal movie and TV news, and then Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna we're we haven't made videos in a while. We're gonna try to get back on that. Um, it's deep in the heart of our college semester, so we're trying to survive while we can. And then we're going to try to... We got a Blade Runner review. We got to edit, put together, and post for you guys. And then we got to... Uh, we're going to review Thor. Maybe we'll do a Thor-Justice League combo. They're the superhero movies that came out like at the same time. Yeah, we'll see how much we have to say about each movie. Yeah. And then we got your uh, your December slate, which... Other than Star Wars, yeah. I don't actually... We're going to try to get reviews out for every Star Wars movie. Before that, if we can. 
We will. Yes. We will. Uh, and um, bold claim. We will. <laughs> okay. And uh, look for us next week. If we're not here, we'll be here soon. Thanks for watching and listening. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at Low Budget Idiots. And we'll see you later. Bye. <laughs>